Welcome to the Yellow Pill Podcast. My name is Wale. And my name is Toby. Each week, we take on familiar dilemmas and wicked problems that we all face. On the Yellow Pill, you can expect intimate conversations and provocative questions that can change the way you experience the world. So, shall we begin? Hello, people. Welcome back to Yellow Pill Podcast. This is episode two of season eight. On episode two today, we spoke about humor and comedy. Yep, you heard that right. Very specific conversation, but very, very important. Um, we spoke and explored the role of humor and comedy across two levels, society and the individual. On society level, we kind of touched on what the boundaries of comedy might be, um, the art form of comedy as a tool for you know, truth messaging. And of course, we spoke about how we react to that in essence. We also touched on the rising um, tools of comedy skits in social media and why we are so attracted um, to such skits. Now, bringing this down from that level back to us individuals, we spoke about the connection between humor and romantic interests in how we pursue um, partners and, and romantic interests, as I said. And we look, looked at how, you know, how being humorous might contribute to being a better, you know, mate in this sense. And we also discussed different styles of humor that people often, you know, display. Whether it's, I'm not going to give spoilers there, so <laughs> make, make sure you listen to it down, down below. Um, but yeah, and we were joined by a very special guest. Um, the guest today was David Adizuaka. Now, David is based in D.C. Um, he started off as a, started off working in a startup, moved to Congress. But now, David is a comedy writer, screenwriter, and entrepreneur for the time being. But also nicely, he's also written some comedy material for some comics that have had specials on Netflix, which is actually cool. And but above all, he's an old friend of mine. We met in undergrad, my first year of undergrad, and kind of lost touch since then but we connected on instagram about a year or so um ago so yeah really good episode we hope you enjoy it and as always leave us a comment and a rating if you do enjoy folks yo so david honestly like again thanks for doing this i think it was i think we this was very very spontaneous how we agreed how we agreed this yes it is very spontaneous <laughs> well, you know, that's always, I guess, the best podcast because a, a we're catching up after after a while, and b it's just like yeah, I, feel like I, I do follow you on uh, on Instagram, so I, I kind of know what you're doing with yourself. So yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I'm curious. So I think in terms of obviously, like when you start following the podcast, like what was your Initial, in, initial like impression of the podcast. I mean, I know you said that before, but like maybe like yeah. in terms of it's recorded now, right? Um, well, I I didn't expect it for me to be honest. You're so poised. <laughs> 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 I mean, I didn't, you know, it's uh, it's pretty educative and it's not it's not a lot of bias in it. And I like that a lot. You have different kind of guests. So. As I said, your own voice is good for like suicide hotline thing. Toby's voice would be like a full sex of freedom or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah. What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> he said your voice is good for a full sex of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's I, best I, that's that's best I've heard this week. I'll this put on month. My, this put on year, my bumble profile. I put on my bumble profile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Find out my people plans on dudes now. So, 
Nice, nice. Things are so hard right now. I'm gonna start dating guys now. So (laughs) (laughs) streets are hard. Yo, are you um? Are you like? Do you use like um any dating apps over there? Um, I've tried Hinge. There's this one. There's this one called uh. Let me. It's called Field. It's very crazy. Field. Yeah, it's called F E O D. So these are people in relationships that want someone else to spice it up with different things. Swear down. Jeez. It's very exclusive. It's this boyfriend that gave it to me. So Mm. the profile on it, I've I've been on it once, but I'm I'm on the hinge most of the time. But this film one is so interesting. The women there are just so accomplished. And what they are looking for is just it's exciting. I didn't know people uh, but you know what's mad? The name makes sense, like field, like playing the field, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. It is. I don't know how I never thought about stuff like this. You know? <laughs> Toby, have you heard of that before? Nope. Nope, nope, yeah. nope. I'm sure the US has all yeah. these like, very specific things that they do. But yeah. LA is a very morally bankrupt city, so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of course. So we've heard as well. Um, I like to visit though, just to have a look. I think it'd be a good experience to have, yeah. um, um, someday. But yeah, so David, like, tell us a bit about. Um, I think your journey is fascinating because we were in same undergrad together for yeah. a couple of years, and yeah. maybe I should start by telling Toby, um, how you were in undergrad, right? So, <laughs> okay. well, so yeah. I remember that David had either a burn at some point. I think you got yeah, burned either by, was it fire or hot water? Uh, or a friend, a friend burnt my face, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. he had to burn his face like halfway. And get, no, that, that's not the funny part. So yeah, obviously like David is light skin, right? That's not even funny. Fair enough. David is light skin, right? Yeah. And obviously like, so like his face was like, it was clear that he had a burn. So yeah. every day David would use like, I think, was it honey you were using? Yeah, honey, yeah. Every day, like it was like my face, my face is not gonna be must not. <laughs> oh my god, it was very it's funny because when I was growing up, I, I mistakenly burnt my friend in his arm, you know. Okay, really, yeah. So I, I don't know if that was karma because when I did that, that was a mistake. And years mm. later, someone burns my face. Mm. I don't know how life is so weird, but... it, felt, it felt like karma, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah, I burnt my best friend then by mistake, and my face got burnt. Yeah. Interesting, yeah, but it's completely healed now, so that's that's always good because you know, yeah, yeah, no, I think it healed even, even like under like two weeks or three weeks, it was getting better, yeah, yeah, because it's our moneymaker, can't, can't have anything, I don't have anything else to offer in the market besides our faces, guys, (laughs) so we need to, need to protect that, but nice, yeah, but bro, like, like looking back to where we were back then, you know, I mean, we were in first year. Toby was, I think, you were in first year at that point too, as well. Like, oh, David, was like, in school. Was it back then? No, it was in UI though. UI, not not Babcock. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm. I mean, he was doing civil engineering. We were, uh, we were doing. I think you were, you were in economics, right? I was in political science first, then economics. Oh yeah, yeah, political science and economics. Yeah, but looking back, like then and now, like, are you surprised at like where you've ended up? Um. A little bit. I've always thought I would end up abroad somehow in a way. I just I just sort of felt that I wasn't suited to like even school, like you know, I didn't finish with that, but I had to go 
went to Swansea and Wales and literally the same shop. So even in school, I, I, I didn't think I was even going to finish there. I just thought I wouldn't end up here somehow. Although mm. the journey, I would end up back home sometime much, much later. But at that point, I didn't think I would. There are too many things. From high school, there's the thing called SATs, right? So we did that. And um, most of my core friends, when you do SATs, it means you're going to study abroad. So I thought that was going to be trajectory. I do SATs then. Mm. Go do foundation study abroad. So when my, my, my mom said, you have to stay in Nigeria because some the principal in high school then said, if you send this guy abroad, he's going to be doing drugs and stuff. So <laughs> call me, what do you call that? Uh, the guy blocked uh, your shine, bro. Yeah, so yeah. I eventually ended up you know, but, but uh, at that point I didn't think I was gonna be there somehow. So I'm a little bit happy with the journey, the experience I've had working in UK and US and all that. It's really nice. I like it. So mm. it's okay. I think the one thing that I did not expect was that I think in, in undergrad, I think everybody knew you were you're a funny dude. Like David was hilarious. Yeah, like, I know, yeah. Like, I don't like, know if you're laughing with me or at me, but they're definitely laughing. No, like you were actually hilarious. Like, like you always had like the wildest jokes. Um, and like, cause I remember, I remember back in the day where we were all be eating, eating like noodles in like a big cooler, you know, oh, make noodles okay. in ket in a kettle. Yeah, add sardine, etc. And we gather together, you know, that that kind of life. Yeah, but I, like those moments that I always have for, particularly in the hall that we were in, mm-hmm. I always have, I was like, if I think of this moment, I always think about David was there, then Okwe, my housemate, Finney, those guys, you know. Yeah. And, but, th- thinking about when they told me that, oh, like, right now, you you obviously were in the startup at first, and then from the startup, you then became a, a copywriter, or, yeah. or, sorry, a screenwriter in that sense. Like, that's, yeah. I was, I didn't see that coming. I How did you get into that? Well, well, I've always, I thought I was funny somehow my circle of friends are a bit of a joke of course I don't like I said people are probably laughing with me I think I don't in high school I used to write jokes and say them in front of class I was really shy mm. with girls at the beginning but I made them laugh I made my friends laugh there was this award then called the most humorous in high school like one on one at the end because you made guys and girls laugh <laughs> more than I did <laughs> I agree to to he begged me for doing that. He said, I need to win this. Episode. I won another one uh, called Best Dress, I think. Yeah, so, um, well, so I think, uh, I, I, I think I deserve to, to be funny. I like, win the award there and the funny there, whatever. But I didn't really think I would write stand-up or write comedy. I would, the two times I tried, when I was in, I was in my friend's place in Manchester for three weeks on holiday one time. So. The guy that was there, like there was this neighbor he had always came over and people. He had a club, right? Mm. And we used to do open night, open mic nights. So when he comes to the house, I would say some things and he'd be like, Can I use that? Mm. Oh sure, so we use it. So I just kind of thought I would be sort of drawn to this in a way. Mm. It's difficult to make strangers laugh, but when I tried the open mic night thing in Manchester, I, I really I was so nervous. I feel like I messed up. That's mm-hmm. like the second time I've tried to to do something I can do in front of people. It's not ended up good. So mm-hmm. I sort of 
to treat my children writing for people because I think sometimes you can think they're a man behind the man. I don't have to be the main person. I do not know if at the end I will still try to stand up for comedy writing and screen writing and producing still. I like writing stuff that people say like few people on Instagram, some comments in New York, <clears throat> um, some skits and all that. So yeah. I just I don't really know how it comes most of the time, but that's how I started basically. And then I started trying to get paid off of Instagram, Craigslist, Fiverr. I added it to my job or doing them, you know, screaming creative. So yeah, that's how that's how I started. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mad like i think no matter how funny i think i am i don't think i would ever be brave enough yeah to try and offer a jokes to somebody b right. <laughs> tell somebody and offer them something to use in public and c go myself to right. actual state like yo that's like bravery 501 not even 101 like i know right but you sort of do me a little bit to your friends you know so you don't know. I don't. I don't know. What made me feel I could do it was the thing that happened. We we'll talk about later, but that gave me the strong conviction that I could really do this. Mm. So I don't know if I would, like I said, do stand up later. But the comedy writing and screenwriting is doing good now. It's not mm. great, but doing good enough. Mm. Mm. You know, I could probably add that much later if I deal with my bro it is it is like i think i've also been watching a lot of um youtube stuff on like um like dave Chappelle, like patches on new stuff and, and yeah. like, just interviews about comics and and they talk about what it takes. But like before I go on, Toby, like, do you think you were a funny guy in high school and like undergrad? Um well, to a certain crowd, I probably was. Um a certain crowd. Yeah. I, I, I want to hear this. Explain. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I I'm just like obviously the way in conversations with folks and stuff like that, like just like David, right? You you can tell that you make people laugh either by the maybe snide remarks or the sarcastic comments you make or those kinds of deadpan type of humor, right? So I think that's, I, I wouldn't say like the basket mouth type thing where you go on and, you know, you're saying something funny and you can tell a thing up to a punchline. No, it's more like riffing off of people um, and just, you know, quick remarks, right? So I think I was quite witty is what I would say. And sometimes wittiness comes with that element of being funny, right? But only to the right crowd is what I would say. Was right. this with like guys or babes or a mixture? All of all of the above. All of the above. I, I probably th- sorry? Better to be witty, you know, than flat out funny. Funny, yeah. Because you can get away with it. Like if nobody laughs and you're just saying a witty remark, then it's fine. But like if your purpose and the sole reason why you started your statements was to elicit a laugh and nobody says anything, it's like yeah. there's there's no coming <laughs> there's no coming back from that. Um, what is witty though? Yeah. Like like what is witty? Like like I mean I know what the word means, but like can you give me an example of a witty kind of comment or like um I, I don't know if this counts and David you can correct me, but like that's what she said jokes. Um 
those those can be witty because it requires you to like double entendres as well. Those can be witty. Like it requires you to think of like a regular thing, but then try to give it a different kind of meaning. Um, and then doing it in such a way that it fits into the context of what's going on. Yeah. Right. Is what I would say. Like inventive, like inventive humor, like just yeah. context. You don't have to go far to. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. That's a perfect thing. Contextual yeah. jokes. Yeah. How about you, Willie? Yeah. What's your What's your deal? Well, I'm. Am I a funny guy? Was I a funny guy? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I was. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I don't think I was a funny guy. Am I a funny guy? I don't think so. I think what is funny about me is just your some reactions. things that I do that are just yeah. odd. It's not like I have like a good understanding of how to create and produce humor mm. from scratch. Yeah. I just think I have some weird words I use for things that people find absurd and laugh to, mm. or some mm. weird dramatic turns, or some you know just some just some things. But in terms of like inventing humor and knowing this is gonna be funny, wait, actually hold on, oh wait, I must set myself short. We'll find out. We'll interview, interview some of your friends and and figure it out. But like I said, I think it, it would. It, it always depends on the crowd, right? It's also how like some people find some shows funny, um, and others don't, right? So you know the 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 humor on something like The Office is very different from maybe something like Friends, um, and yeah, and you know, and even within The Office as well, certain characters, what they do that is funny doesn't maybe come off as funny to some people like some people find michael on the office completely annoying right and i think for the first season i kind of did but i think they actually changed how his character told and delivered jokes in like season two onwards and i started to enjoy it but again i i think comedy as a whole um just i think dave chabot says this thing about you know i think comedy is is how the person interprets it who is hearing it right it's not so much about i don't think there's one way to define it is what I would well, say. But anyways, um, David is the one who is kind of like in the business. So I'll leave him to do the definitions today. <laughs> well, you're yeah. pretty spot on with what you're saying, sir. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty spot on, yeah. So like, how do you then write a joke, bro? Like, how do you start? So that's, uh, that's like, uh, you know, you act like an artist and write that question is very difficult to, to answer, isn't it? To answer that because it's, you know, isolation, you know, being sequestered, being alone in your apartment. Most of the time, when I'm in the bathroom and something comes to my head, or I'm in the line in Starbucks and something comes to my head, and I get a pen or my notepad and iPhone, you just read stuff and like funny mm. topics, talking topics, sex, racism, white people, black people, stuff, slavery, all that stuff. There are funny things in there that you can. You, can <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm laughing because as you're just saying that, I can remember all the jokes I've heard along those lines. And yeah. it's like. <laughs> yeah, if you just... really think about it, it's like, it's like a bunch of content. You know? And now with the whole transgender movement, so I have like 20 of that. I sent. Yes. I have such a great time now to. <laughs> Crazy. oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> it, it, like it, it's weird well because we just did the gender topic right although we yeah. didn't dive in, we didn't dive into this but yeah interesting interesting 
Um, but yeah, it's like with with more tension in the world, the more opportunities. But no, I think I think it makes sense because like I've always seen comedy as as like a a tool to pass a message in a way whereby we're all ready for it, but 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 we take it in the most um in the most amiable. I mean, some some may not find it amiable, but I think if you're laughing to something that's that is so absurd, but there's a truth or message in there, you're like in the most relaxed, you're in the most relaxed form to receive that message. Relaxed at least by physiology, because your body's laughing and your body's relaxed. Yeah, well, I believe. But not all comedies like that though, right? Like, you know, some some of it is just I've forgotten the word they use. Slapstick, right? Um that that one yeah. is just like basically I don't know. Yeah. I don't enjoy that one so much. And I think the whole not to put everything in a in a circle. I mean, what slapstick like roasting? No, no, no. It's just extreme. I don't know. David, David maybe you like, go for this one. Yeah. Probably doing deliberately clumsy stuff, you know. Hmm. A little bit. Um, like Charlie Chaplin kind of stuff. That slapstick comedy. Oh no, no, no. Mr. Bean. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Bro, like, like every time I every time I see any ad for Austin Powers, like I don't know how people watch that stuff. Or yeah. I, I think the most extreme I did when I was young, because even as a young kid, I, I didn't enjoy stuff like that, right? Um, like I never yeah. really found Mr. Bean quite appealing. Um, yeah, there were a few things that were interesting, but like it just was just weird. And then Mr. Bones was, I don't know, like I I like to think I, I like I like jokes. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Mr. Bones? make them laugh and think that's good that's, that's good. good yeah exactly exactly okay. that's 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 kind of like where i find yeah, the sweet spot a lot of times yeah yeah oh shit mr bones i remember this this dude yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 okay but on this same vein david m like what do you think about like how do you as somebody who thinks about comedy and writes about it like Things are political. How do you then address that? Is, is is are those like opportunities for you to pass messages through through like jokes or or like do you have to like often um go on like a safe safe kind of trail? Are there people that are kind of using comedy to pass important messages like no one doing political comedy and all that? Mm. I mean, it's a powerful source of influence and information, and all the audiences can be persuaded, you know. In comedy, so you have to be cheerful sometimes. But I do feel that comedy should have no sort of boundaries. The best comedy, you just have to make them laugh at the end of the day. That's the most important thing. Mm. Yeah, it can throw like audience attitudes and the perceptions and all that. But comedy has to sort of realize it's uh, an agent of change in a way. Because <clears throat> sometimes people listen to a comedian and they be like, because you said this, I'm going to open up to your family now. So there are some sort of influences that they have. But I, I don't know, tackling political issues, I, I don't really support that as much. You know, I don't I don't know. I don't support that as much, to be honest, because you don't have all the information and you're trying to impose your views on other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who are your favorite comedians? Um I like Bill Burr. Bill Burr is really good. I like Richard Pryor. You know, growing up, I used to watch Richard Pryor. Basketball is so good. Um, well, Bill Burr, Chappelle, Chris Rock, 
asking him out from there's this girl called Tina Thompson. She's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, I don't even find that funny, but I find that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I find yeah. I think in Rika Gervais's recent um, special, Netflix special, I think he did like a whole 10, 15 minutes on, on how yeah. women are not funny. And not to... I'll probably come back to bite me someday. I find women funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, but but to be fair, like, so so there, there are a bunch of Netflix specials and... um that okay I, I don't know so netflix does this thing where I, I forgot what it's called but then different comedians come on at different episodes and i think for every like, there was one that was like like four women back to back and i don't know it just it just wasn't doing it for me um i think there was only one woman that like you know really did it for me so i, I don't know what it is um but yeah just to to jump on david's side as well Wally, do you find women funny do I find, like, generally, or as an actual... I don't know. I choose the side of the question you want to ask. Either, like, comedians or just generally. No, obviously, like, in real life, we have I mean, friends and women no, are funny. Actually, yeah. that, that's a good question, to be fair, because when we think about... And maybe we'll come back to that later, when we talk about humor and, like, physical attractiveness with um, opposite sex or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's what we talk about later. But in, in terms of my, my best comics, I don't... First of all, you can argue... People can argue that maybe there aren't that many female comics for whatever reason out there anyway to pick from. Um, Fair point to raise, I guess. Um, I think I definitely like... I I grew up liking a lot of Chris Rock. Um, Basket Mouth as well. I Go Die was was freaking hilarious. I Go Die saved my life so much because when I fail my exam in secondary school thousand laughs. You got and, and get like when i get my results like so literally result day i get result day when i leave school i'm going down to what's that place called i mean the bottom just just next next mr biggs where they sell cds Awolor road Awolor road yeah, yeah thank you so david yeah. like i'll go i'll go down to Awolor road i'll buy like nine thousand laughs cd like two <laughs> right in my report card in my bag head home <laughs> And f- I'll face, <laughs> I'll face like the, the beating slash the, the, the punishment for like three hours. I know that one. I'll cry my eyes out because I failed my, my, my exam. Right. And then after it's all over, when we're going to bed, 10 PM and I'll go to my room and watch like three hours of laughs just to recover from. Yeah. And I go, that was just so hilarious. Like, like that guy, that guy had the perfect version of using um, broken English, worry life, and it was just he, yeah. he, he was he killed it every time. Mm-hmm. And I think I think from the Western sense it was often um Chris Rock actually that I, I think I like at that point. Um I don't think I think it's maybe when I grew up that I began to like a lot more of this lot of this lot. Um Kevin Hart's humor is is cool but not really he's he's is more of like he has to be funny in his in his entire body. Yeah, for, originally mm. you get, I think, the less funny to become. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's... Yeah. yeah. It's kind of to the white. I don't think yeah. I've had knows how much the bottle of milk costs anymore. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's yeah. too far It's too far away. Mm. Mm. It's very... That's why I feel like the Murphy and... The Murphy, you know, probably can't come back anymore. It's really hard. 
Because you're not, what are you exposed to? Like, that's true. Because I think a, a lot of what forms comedy is lived experiences and trying to alleviate problems yeah. and, you know, paint problems as something funny, right? But if you're rich, like, you kind of, like, have no problems in that way. Um, which is quite interesting because I know, like, just to go back to Ricky Gervais as well, like, obviously, he considers himself a wealthy person, at least more than the average person. But I think he still faces, like, real life problems in that way like although he's shielded from some things um i think maybe there's a way as a comic you can still stay rooted in that sense as much well, as again you can. he's british right so that's probably that's why also it's a bit, it's a bit yeah, more conservative yeah, um, yeah compared fairs, to your um, fairs, fairs. um the, the other people you know mm. um what's i gonna say about gonna say something right now about about comedians and I've, I've kind of kind of lost it, Toby. Thanks a lot for that. I'm sorry, like I'm just a conversation. <laughs> 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 just, um, but honestly, I think I, the, the relationship bits actually. I feel like we should just dive into that because that's actually that, that's a bit more interesting. I've never thought of it that way, but obviously, um, when you're talking to someone, I don't know. Yeah, set it up is what I would say. No, no, no. I mean, so everyone knows that you know, like everyone likes people who are funny, right? In fact, we yeah. love them. You know, if you're funny, you've almost like won the house, etc. Like whenever I go to see a girl for not for the, like whenever I see a girl's parents for the first time back in the day, I'm mm. sorry, a girl's parents for the first time. I'm always thinking about what jokes am I gonna say? You know, what jokes? Because you know, I I I gotta win over her dad because she's always gonna tell me, oh yeah, my dad is is never friendly with my friend. I'm like, don't worry, yeah. I'll, I'll hack it because I have all these dad jokes. I may not have all these dad jokes on the podcast anyway. You know. <laughs> But like, I think I think humor is like often like a good um, cheat code um, into people winning people over, and it applies mm-hmm. to um, also romance as well. Yeah. Um, if you got a good sense of humor, you're likely to be successful at initiating dates at least. And we've seen many tales where you meet a girl who might be standoffish, crack a few jokes after like five minutes of conversation, and she's a bit, a bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah I, I think question for 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 you guys is. Do you guys think humor is parallel to um, physical appearance and social status? Mm, like, in would you rank of, them on the same level? Yeah, would you rank them same same level in terms of like, you know? I feel like it's more like if you, shit. if you think about, I, I don't know. I'm trying to use a sandwich example, but I feel like it, it's not. It can't stand alone. A sandwich um, <laughs> stand alone. No, forget I said sandwich. I said standalone. That was more funny. But anyways, I'm saying... <laughs> yeah, that wasn't funny. I didn't laugh. <laughs> but you did now. But anyways, the point uh, fair is... enough. <laughs> but the point is like... Because as you were saying, you know, meeting girls and things like that. Like if you're not... Like if you're not fine and you're funny, I feel like you're more likely to be friend zoned, right? You're just the person people maybe are comfortable having around. But if you're fine and then you're, you're funny... It's like, yeah, it just goes together a lot more. Do you get so, yeah, attractive, yeah. yeah, attractive, yeah. So being attractive yeah. and then being funny is like you're getting a boost. Being attractive and not being funny, yeah, you're nice to look at, easy on the eyes. But if you're not attractive and you're funny, you you probably get in some doors, but I feel like you, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't work the same way as if you're fine and funny is what I'll say. I don't know if you guys agree. David, what do you think? Getting some drawers, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, lines. If if you are, I mean, being rich or attractive, it goes with anything, you know. But mm. 
just mainly funny. I really don't know how that works, but I don't really know anyone how to say it. Just the way he said it, man. Yeah. I don't know anyone to accept with any guy because it's funny, mainly because it's funny. Yeah. And I'm going to laugh your way into some pants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> funny enough, I feel like your jokes would be less funny the less. Yeah. Like, <laughs> women are interesting people. They are actually. Yeah. Very happy, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about you? They do see it as a sign of intelligence. The women do are more comfortable mm. with all you guys. Yeah, mm. the, the environment is a little bit less hostile and communication is better. If the guy is funny, mm. he's more welcoming to the woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a good question. I think when you ask many girls about what you like in somebody. Even though people always take um, answers, answers that are scripted without knowing it, they all, they all still say, oh, it's got to be this, that, this, that, oh, funny yeah. as well. All right, that's what do you say, David? Sense of humor, that's what they like to say now. Sense yeah, of exactly. humor, yeah. I like a yeah. guy with a sense of humor. I swear if I hear that line again, I'm going to punch right? <laughs> Like sense of humor, like how do you even define that? You know, um, yeah. and also like, how do you know your, okay, let's, let's not go there, but <laughs> point point there is like it's also just weird because I don't think as you guys said it, it comes alone. Um mm. you, you gotta have something else with it. But I honestly I, I I do think there's some women that you can actually win them over just being by being funny. Like yeah. there's there's the, the proof white is women probably what white women probably <laughs> I yeah. mean I'm thinking about data that I have for that for that. I, I okay, maybe maybe should explain why why you think that. I have no idea because they just have different perceptions. I don't know if they like you and you make them laugh. You have higher chances than making the Nigerian girl that has bills to pay just making her laugh. Okay, yeah. Laugh. So I see what you mean there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I think the element there is from the the idea of like and for 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 a lot of our women. It's just it's it's a lot more than just like having a a good time in in that moment, yeah. Right, you know, there's there's a lot more that that we think about in terms of those that, that moment. But I think maybe for more much more like for white women that particularly that I've probably also heard from, it's just about oh like we have a good time, we get along a lot. Mm. Yeah. And that's probably like the first basis. Um, but again, not generalizing. Um, maybe anybody who's listening should give us a <laughs> shout if they think they are the opposites of these um, labels yeah. in, in that sense. But no, I think like, what do you also think like humor shows girls about us? Like, I mean, David said intelligence, but what else? Because I'm, try- I'm, try- I'm trying to figure it out like, why does a girl want me to be funny? And what does that show about myself? That I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm, not I'm not too serious. I mean, I'm, I don't know. You're, like, you're less likely to probably lash out at something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's uptight. Yeah, I don't so, know. I, so, I, at, I, so, at, so at any point where like humor saved you guys, like saved you guys, like with babes and stuff, relationship, maybe saves the dramatic word, but yeah, I was gonna say, but yeah, no, humor has its place, right? Like, um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think of it as oh, I want to be funny to this person. I want to make this person laugh in that sense, but obviously. 
being I think being lighthearted is probably what when people say they like someone with a sense of humor. They're not saying someone that's going to grab a mic and try oh. to make everybody laugh and every single time they walk in a room, the point is to crack jokes and stuff. I don't think that's what they mean. But I just think it's more like if your approach to life is lighthearted enough, Brian, you you most likely have to, you'll be probably be funny and things like that. So you know, quick remarks and stuff like that. I think it's what people mostly refer to. Because I feel like if you're the kind of person that tries to draw attention to yourself by cracking jokes, I don't I don't know. I think some women might not actually find that attractive at the end of the day. So it's almost a very fine balancing act. So, but when I think people say sense of humor, I tend to think it's just this lighthearted approach um, to life and just being able to give someone a good time um, in that sense, in the moments, like you said. So like, yeah. you guys don't have jokes that you like, you repeat or you... You, you, you reproduce for them ladies. Well, I've like maybe two or three, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just little ones like just had us. It doesn't Don't expose yourself, bro. Don't. Yeah, you know, you don't wanna Yeah. No, but wait, would you classify like um those kind of jokes and pick up lines as like the same on the same category? Because I feel like Obviously, if you ask a guy, if you have pickup lines, right? Sure, some of us have our go-to things, and some pickup lines are built to be funny. But like, are is that comedy? Would you put that as, you know, comedy? I mean, if if she laughs, if there's if if they laugh to it, there's humor in it. I just feel if the girls interview, she find it funny eventually. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's on that yeah. angle because yeah. there's sometimes we're like, the guy's clearly not funny, but. She just the likes the guy so much that so every much random thing is funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only part of the relationship, yeah. Yeah. Like, what's so funny? What's so funny? Yeah. But I think it's, it's, it's both ways as well, right? Like, you know. Um, but yeah, that's true. Because, yeah, you're right. I, I think, you know, that's why I said it, it's not a standalone thing, right? Um, there's, it's like, there's some form of attraction already there that you know disarms the person to be able to because some people like some some people are, when when they talk about someone like Dave Chappelle, um sometimes on the surface and maybe if you dig deep enough they have intellectual reasons um why they don't like the guy and you know think his jokes are you know maybe too far and he targets people and stuff mm. like that but sometimes they just generally don't like the guy and so regardless of what he says even if it's funny or not they just don't vibe with it and yeah. I guess that's fine. Um, but it's like admit to yourself that you don't like this guy don't try to make it seem as if anybody that likes him is questionable because i've seen people do that quite often right it's like if you find dave Chappelle funny then you're it's like a red flag to them which i'm like really that's yeah really? you haven't seen this you haven't really like, girls oh, no, really yeah. ladies really yeah, yeah really? and wow I, and it's it's quite interesting because you know, like for some guys, you then find them, them feeling a bit guilty, or maybe they just go overboard and try to press someone's nerves by, you know, calling people out on why you, I don't know. But yeah, obviously there's some there's some jokes that are not that you don't. I don't say they are not funny because uh, again, comedy is, depends on who the audience is. Some people might find something funny, and some some might find it offensive. Where that line is, I don't think there's a global line that can be drawn. Which is what a lot of people attempt to do with political correctness and things like that. Yeah, like, it's, like it's, a, it's an impossible task, isn't it? Yeah, because we all interpret things differently. Like, you know, I keep saying this thing about colors, right? Like, I, I have this wild theory that, you know, we all see colors differently. But because, like, we all see them, like, we, you see red, right? And you've seen red all your life and you call it red. 
But maybe the way your brain is interpreting red is different from the way I'm interpreting red. But obviously, we still converge at that same red. Again, it's a wild theory. We can never ever, I don't know, confirm it or not. But like, maybe we can. But I'm just saying. But yeah, sidetrack. Go back to the point, will you? Yeah. Have you ever met anyone who's like, like told you like, like, like you're not funny. Stop trying, David. <laughs> <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> um, right. A few times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's always when the relationship is dying. That's when they always say that. That's when they don't know where we're going next. So like so like how do you keep your confidence going then if like if that's all you've got or if that's the main thing that you need? How do you keep that going? You just have to, I've always sort of believed in myself. I don't and the things that happen, you know, that happen to me. I have sort of I know if there are five girls, at least one or two will find me funny. It's a numbers game for me. I've not <laughs> Mm-hmm. You get by someone else's opinion at some point. I know if there are five girls, one or two will find it funny. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. And it's a normal to deal with anything. The more you try something, the more you get better at it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everything is a normal to deal That's it. So, like, for it's, you both, what's yeah. your, like, your, your humor style? So, I mean, on one end, some people can be, like, you know, quite benign and playful humor you know, where they just try to, you know, focus on amusement, you know, mm. and that kind of vibe. Whereas some can be quite maybe aggressive as well, maybe disparaging towards others and promoting themselves in the process, mm. you know, by belittling, mocking and stuff. What's what's like your own, or is is there is there a third style, if that one's not there, but what's your own style? Uh, I think um, for me, it's it's more you know, deadpan, if I can call it that, and a bit of sarcasm as well. But also, I think delivery is also important here, right? Because you could say you could say something and it could be a very normal statement, but just your timing and pacing of it and, again, what's happening around you and how you choose to say it, you know, comes off as funny, right? And it's hard to put that into a class, for example, is, is what I like to think because I don't think I enter conversations thinking about okay this is my style and this is how i'm going to make these people laugh but it's yeah, more no, like of course of course yeah. i mean i mean just like looking at yourself and thinking about yeah. that yeah so so, so 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 it's like i said it was what i said at the start so like witness and things like that and sometimes it's like taking a theme and just yeah i i do this thing where maybe me and someone share share a moment or something and i just keep referring back to that moment and you know it just keeps like it's like it's something that you call back to. Yeah, call back. You just keep calling back to that situation whenever something like that comes up. And a typical example is like, that's what she said, um, jokes, right? So whenever anybody says... So you know what's fun about, about those jokes? Yeah, yeah. I like them most when they come from from, from, from girls. From women, yeah, yeah. Because it, t- it takes... Yeah, yeah, to be fair, exactly. I, I, I've got this friend, um, Naomi, yeah. and I'll, I'll, I'll give her a shout out here, Naomi. Yeah. Um, Naomi has the best that's what she said jokes that I've heard like, and has comes in like she's just behind you that's what she said and, and you just like and you just bust out yeah yeah I, I, I feel like maybe it's because like that's what she said it's such it's dirty in a way right and it's, it's almost like 
whenever somebody else says it, it's like you see how their mind works because particularly if it's not something that you caught. Yeah, and then true. also the, also the distance between when they say it and when you get it and like how you can quickly interpret what they mean yeah, at that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love the ones where it's not super obvious. Like you really need to like have a very twisted mind. Like obviously if someone says, oh, I stuck it in and you say, that's what she said. Like, sure. Like I'll, I'll let you have that one. Right. But <laughs> said, I'll let you have that one. No. <laughs> They've got that's to work what she said. For like, <laughs> that's what she said. But yeah, pretty much. Um, so, so, so the more freaky it gets, honestly, for me, it's like, you know, but yeah, I think it gets to me quite a bit, but yeah, um, that one definitely is a running one for me as well. David, what's your style? Are you more playful um, or are you more like yeah, disparaging? Yeah. You know, there's a clown, to be honest. I'll tear you down. <laughs> I mean, like, where have you grown? It just depends. It's more playful, though. Yeah, I definitely remember, like, I definitely remember, like, you in undergrad when, like, like you were a character, man. Like, your your humor was... It wasn't just not only your words, but like you use your body as well in in terms of like right. you know and how mm. you how you mm. make people laugh. I'm like no, like literally this guy was this guy this guy. Well, he is still, but it was hilarious in undergrad, like first year. And, <laughs> and it was it was even even when you're playing FIFA, for example, you're playing pro, right? You can play with David and let's say misses misses the chance. He can he can give this reaction like. And you're just like, dude, just, dude, like. Very <laughs> dramatic. Yeah. yeah. It, it was so, it was, it was so um, contagious as well. Um, but yeah, I think for me, my style, I, I don't know. Def, definitely not, definitely not disparaging. Um, you'll find that British, the British style, most British people are, are, tend to be self, self um, deprecating and, they they kind of make make fun of themselves as as, as their kind of humor. I've noticed yeah. that um in mm. UK, um being here is quite common here. Um, but yeah, I I don't know if that's my style. I I think I'm much more on the situation itself, but also my word choices are just so absurd sometimes that people just laugh through them. Um, mm. in that sense. But like, mm. do you guys find yourself sometimes laugh, laughing at the wrong time? Because for me, like when somebody falls down. That shit is funny. <laughs> I I know I know I know it's not nice. I know like like they can get hurt, but I I tend to laugh in time first. <laughs> nah. Not like your first reaction. I'm gonna go, oh my god, are you okay? Nah, this is not my first reaction. I don't know. Yeah. Nah. Like, you know, even if it's a hard girl, it's still funny to me. Probably won't be funnier. Because <laughs> yeah. it's out of only so but that's that's the first reaction. I don't know why. That's a little bit ridiculous. Let me see. I don't know. I, I think the the older, like the bigger the person is, like the older or like the more, yeah, the older the person is, like in age, the, in age, yeah, or just yeah. I, I think the less I find is. physical, physical, no, not not just falling, just physical things. I think the less I find them funny. Like watching watching kids do certain things is like absolutely hilarious. Right, like, um, so for example, when well, it depends, yeah, because you know, remember all these videos we should share on our phones of like, um, the I, I think Comedy Central had a thing, maybe Jackass and things like that, like just ridiculous shit where people are just doing absolutely batshit crazy stuff, mm-hmm. like maybe somebody puts puts With like five men, yeah, sure, yeah, 
Maybe someone puts like five mentors into a, I think they, a TikTok video of this. Someone put like five mentors into like a one liter bottle of Coke and then puts it in their mouth. <laughs> and then, oh. <laughs> uh, bro, like, bro, you think you're the. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that that I find that I find funny, like you know those kinds of things. Um, I, I do find them funny as well. But like, maybe someone like it takes a. I think there's a thin line between like someone experiencing pain and me laughing because there's some I find funny, but it's more like cringe. I don't know how to describe it. Like maybe someone. Why do you find that funny? I'm not finding Mr. Bean or Mr. Bones funny though. True. Because I feel like that's like created. It's it's. Like, I like it when it happens. So, yeah, I think candid things, things that happen candidly, like, you know, not planned, unplanned, and just, like, you know, a camera just happened to catch that. I think that's what makes it funny. But when I know that you're doing this to try to make me laugh, then it just doesn't work. I think that's it. It has to be so... Yeah, I like to be teased. I think that's, that's, what, I'm, that's, what, that's what I probably mean here, right? Yeah. So hard to please, man. That, I'm picking I'm picky. What are you like? A, are you like a Scorpio or something? No, well, I'm an Aries. I don't know. I, okay, I don't even know what comes with that. Okay. Yeah. Can you guys like can you practice to be funny like like if maybe there, there might be some dude or lady listening now who's just bare boring as hell <laughs> and <laughs> I, don't know, yeah, I don't know if i don't know if you want is, is a learnable trait i think it's innate most of the time hmm. now, i'm not sure but anyone can perhaps develop humor over time based experiences and just changing things you do your friends yeah. and all that you can sort of develop but like um, are there like some dudes that always work um particularly okay maybe paint a scenario um maybe not only scenarios with women but also even in like let's say you're at work and you're trying to like lighten the mood or break mm-hmm. the ice with people um you know i think i think it's always it's always a case of how many people can actually attempt to be funny I'm, i mean i agree with you david in terms of a lot of it is definitely innate inherent yeah. but i think there's probably a base level that people can um understand yeah yeah so, it's like work when you work i haven't hmm. worked in office in some time when you when you say hello to someone when you see them again like 10 minutes do you say hello again i just how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> just say hello in a day to the same person. Do you like nod your head the second time when you see them? Because it's such that's, a specific. That's a very specific. Say hello over and over again. Ah, <laughs> hello, hey, man. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I feel like I feel like I feel like this has happened to you, David, recently. So do you want to tell us how that worked? How that happened? 
um, the work thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds sound like that happened to you recently. Yeah, um, when I had this, I was in the UK then, I was this place called Brentwood. It's so funny because the, the cell solar system is to me. It was the first ever job I had. I was like first day in college. So the cell solar systems, when there's like constant lights in the UK, it's such a difficult job. <laughs> Being a telemarketer is crazy. I don't know. <laughs> So I would see people in like the break room that I've seen downstairs or sit beside me and I, I have to say hello again. And it's just so awkward for me to, to say hello again. I don't, mm. So I just, so I just like nod my head and just put my hand yeah. out. You yeah. know what? You're actually not alone because I think it's that same scenario and that same feeling that makes small talk so, so prevalent here in the UK. Like yeah. small talk is a currency here. If you can't small talk, maybe it's the same across other countries, but I've not been there, right? This is just where I am. If you can't small talk, what other countries? Nigeria? What are you talking about? No, like <laughs> you get what I mean, bro. I mean, like outside Nigeria, of course, right? Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, small talk here is because there's a lot of like coffee breaks, tea breaks, smoke breaks that you have to meet people and, you know, have a chat. As, as you said, you've seen them, you've seen them already before. And in that small chat, everyone's thinking about what to say that can just wild the time of that conversation. And then that's what you then hear people talk about. Maybe, oh, like, maybe they made a mistake with, with the coffee and, they, and they're like, oh. And, and then, like, they abuse themselves because of that. They're just, yeah. just, just kind of jokes, you know. So it's, it's just very common to have um, that kind of, self-deprecating joke, jokes here in the UK, particularly even in small talk. But I think it's also cultural because I think it is, it's, it's rare with, with the African cohort, I believe. Or it's, it's, it's less common, the African cohort here. I think, yeah. I think maybe they just, they just get on their lives or they just even ignore you. Flat How do you point the person to death with a small talk? Mm-hmm. it's always a case of like once once time to go you, you just be like right so like right i'm gonna head off now um and and then and then that's and then that's where like you will like all understand the same language in, in a way what do you guys think about skits and like because obviously like we're living in a world now where skits are everyone's doing a skit now right right and the different kind of skits that happen across Instagram, particularly. So there's one that I, I, I always find, I don't find funny. And it's skits that people interview somebody who is uneducated by the road. That is what? Someone, someone, someone who's uneduc- uneducated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? I don't know. This kind of skits. And then, and, and, yeah. then, and then they use their ignorance to make humor. I don't know, like, I, I don't find that funny at all. Do you guys find that funny? Um, That's like superiority humor. It's a balance to it because mm. making fun of someone, you have to nail it so that, that, you know, you have to nail that. It's not the best kind of humor, which, like, clamping down on a group, try, it's always good to try to punch up and not punch down. I don't really think making fun of people that are uneducated and you know 
Yes, in such a difficult situation, I'm not sure that's the best way to go. Also, I actually don't like that at all because I'm looking at the guy doing that. I'm looking at you. I'm like, you know, you're also you're you're poor to someone else. You know that, right? You're dumb to someone else. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, there are people with like people that graduated from you that probably make fun of you with something that you thought you knew. You know, so yeah, absolutely, you know, absolutely. Yeah. I don't really like that as much. It's weird, but some of it is funny. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I yeah. Some of it is funny. <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys seen the this this one of the the Ghana company guy, the one that yeah, yeah um, Ghana company. So so it's 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 what animated. No 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 no. It's not it's not a, it's not a regular thing. Like it's just a very popular funny video. So the guy was complaining about the government breaking down and demolishing their buildings and stuff. Was, like, it's a bunch of things. I think it was an actual conversation, right? And to be fair, I don't think the. I think that's the kind I can do where it's not like the person that was doing the interview was deliberately trying to do the guy, but the person they were interviewing were just being absolutely hilarious with their ignorance, right? And just with the way they were talking about things. It's like, you know, okay, so let me try and pay, paint the context for you, Ole. So there was one part there where. Um, so the guy was saying um, the government should give them houses to stay in if they're going to break um, their houses to allow for drainage and water. And so the reporter now asked the guy that, okay, so where do you want the government to give you a house? And the guy said, he said Death Traco Estate, which is a very expensive, like saying Banana Island in, in <laughs> <laughs> exactly, in Nigeria. <laughs> so, but then this is where, so the reporter now asked him that, you know, what, what the way does he work like <laughs> so you get so <laughs> and then the guy was like he works for ghana company and then the reporter was like which company then the guy was like yeah ghana oh, company oh, oh ghana yeah. company is, is not it's not a company it's not a company so he just said ghana company so the, the reporter now changed the question like okay what's your take-home salary it was like take home it didn't take anything they, they broke everything like so <laughs> So that's that that kind, right? Like it's not like the person set out to like the guy was actually asking legit questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not, that one yeah, is still good, uh-huh. right? The one yeah, I'm referring to yeah. are the ones that you ask you ask somebody who does who didn't go to school, like like maybe like somebody on the road, Sulleria, for example. Yeah. I just want to say Sulleria. So Sulleria, yeah. Sulleria, actually <laughs> smart. <laughs> Apologies if you live in Sulleria. I don't know what's Sulleria. I love that place so much. I think it's just person Lagos. But point is, uh, yeah, like, sure. um, yeah. <laughs> like you ask somebody a question, knowing that the answer will come from their ignorance, and and, and that ignorance mm. that they display is what then be funny, and, and I think this is this is yeah. often seen a lot on like Cracks TV as well, um, with the interviews. Yeah. Oh gosh, ew, gross. Oh my on, god, I can't do Cracks TV. I just the, can't. On the, I mean, I won't show on them because the founder or owner is cool guy, and yeah, and, and oh, I used yeah, to know true. him. Um, but but <laughs> but but yeah, like like that kind of humor is yeah. not because for me it's coming it's coming at a cost, and and and, and person that you're talking to doesn't know that that's that, why you're yeah that, that, that's why you're doing it right yeah, and then fast forward to the era of I think the Dave Chappelle's um transgender was the closer um special yeah um what's that. Yeah, bro, yeah. I did watch it. Um, legendary stuff, and that guy's that guy's interesting because he can actually just give a speech, and everyone will just listen still. Yeah, like no. he's he's at this, he's at the point where he doesn't have to be funny 
anymore. Yeah, yeah mm. it's very difficult for a famous person to to not be funny. The famous comedian to not be funny. Mm. He has grafted. He's done the hard work. Mm, so yeah. most of the stuff now is like social commentary. Mm. It's not really actual telling jokes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's absolutely true. Yeah, true. Same, yeah. same, same, same thing with Ricky, right? So like, yeah. It's weird. So it's like you have to do the hard work early on, do the shows and become that person that people find funny, regardless of what you say. And then your commentary and everything just happens to be funny. Because I'm sure if you gave someone a script and the person did the whole timing and everything properly, I think there's some things that just won't hit because it's not Dave Chappelle that is saying it. Which I guess goes back to the point where people think, oh yeah, if you find Dave Chappelle funny, then you're problematic. I don't know. Um, So like, do you guys think these... uh these skits are our, our, our comedy comedy influencers now. So from Nigerian context, you know, let's say Elasticity is your MC Lively, whatever. Do, mm. wh- what is their role in society now? Are, are they replacing what we used to know as comedy that waits for events to attend? Or are they just playing a different role? Like these skits? Or, or, or are they just acting as part of what we consume on social media to distract us from real world issues? Um, I think so first of all, would you yeah. call them comics or comedians, David? Um, these like skit people. They're not like typical comedians. They're, they're, they're comics, you know, because mm. in a comedian you have to be on stage telling jokes at some point. But these guys are sort of, you know, taking a, a back a, a back channel to that, and mm. that's because they're people that are not typically comedians, but they are funny. Like they're mm. funny on the stage. They're funny writers. Like mm. Apple Town, so where they're not comedians, they're, they're funny on the page, you know, So these guys are sort of like moved with the times. That's the thing, sort of moving with the times. That's mm. what the comedy is right now. Making like five Kabilen is so big right now. But Kabilen will probably bomb if he has to go on the stage and crack jokes. Mm, so, mm. Yeah, you will not be able to translate to that. That makes sense because when I saw some of these guys on stages in Nigeria. They actually yeah. were not. They actually awkward. were not funny. Yeah, no, it's awkward. Yeah, I, I I hate when they're MCs. Oh my god! Like when they make them like hosts of stuff. Some of them are just. It's not. It's not their element. That's that's it, right? Um, it's just very clear that that's not your element and things like that. I some maybe of them are some MCs now. Yeah, like some of them. Well, they, they start to host shows and they invite Events, them to yeah. host things, right? Um, events and stuff. Um, to headline certain things. Um, and then some people then going to like movies and try to act like they they try to play parts in movies and it just doesn't work out yeah, as well or maybe that's just you know yeah but uh, um and there's people who have just built a whole craft for themselves so like Munia for example right um the speed at which he re- I, I don't know um David you know Munia oh, um, the Munia, guy, Munia British, right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. David, you know him I don't know who Munia is uh, let me show so you. So he's real quick. wait. He's on Instagram, Twitter. This guy. Yeah. I feel like it. Okay, he wants to show you a picture. Is that Instagram, Wally? Yeah. Yeah, it's Instagram. I've seen that video, but I don't really know who that is. Oh, yeah, okay. So he's he's, um, he's a UK dude. Um, go. He uses a yeah. lot of um, what's the word? Like music and lyrical content to to deliver comedy on maybe current issues that are happening. Hmm. Um, and they tend to be actually quite good because you can tell you put a lot of effort into it. It's like this girl too in the US, uh, Sarah something. 
Sarah CPR, I think that's her Instagram name. Mm. She did that to doing the Trump era. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think my, my thing about Munia is his speed. Like something happens today and in like four, five or six hours, like he has stuff out. And like they're usually like eight out of ten times, like it's not a miss. Right, which is mm. which is which is crazy, right? Um, and like he's just built a, a whole form for himself as well in terms of all of that. Um, there's this guy on on Twitter, um, Adam. I think it's no, no, it's uh, I can't remember his name. Um, I'll find it now because someone sent me a DM about it just a couple of hours. What do you think guy's name? Munia. Yeah, yeah Munia. Munia. Munia Chawawa. Munia um, Chawawa. Um, this guy on Twitter, he's on his Adrian, Adrian Bliss. You get, let me show you a video if you guys know him. Well, people that are listening. But he, he's done many stuff. Like he's, it's like TikTok. He makes himself different characters in the thing. Um, and <clears throat> it's like either he's done things like a sperm cell, like reenacting what a sperm cell um, feels when it's gone the wrong you know way. What? Yeah. I, I, I love the, I love those kind of jokes. I'm, I'm, I like when comedians can, can, can animate animate yeah things yeah, that, that, yeah, that are not like yeah. animated or things that don't have souls and 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 they give it give it a voice. I mean, David, is yeah. there a term for that in like the comic space? What? Like when you um animate something that that is not animate and animate and animated, and give it a character and like uh yeah like essentially so, for, example, so for example like like making a joke about how a chicken feels when it's it goes to a new farm. Okay. Yeah, and, and, I don't think there's a word for that. Basically, I don't think so. Fair enough. I don't yeah. know the word for that. Yeah, I don't. But yeah. I find that I find that very like it's. I feel like there's a lot of mental gymnastics that goes into that, right? Like and just and I guess you can almost relate <clears throat> in some kind of ways. Like the one that this Adrian guy did was sort of like, <clears throat> um. Like, I don't know if I want to say this because I don't want to raise this episode E. So I'm just going to switch a different example. So, um, <laughs> but that one was really funny, but I, I, I don't want to do that one. Um, but, but this one, he, he did like, uh, the red, when Moses parted the Red Sea, like if you're a fish that was headed to work that day, right? And then you got to the office and they ask you why you were late. And you're like, you're not going to believe me. <laughs> to believe what happened <laughs> so yeah so so those are the kinds of but he does it in like 30 or 40 seconds and it's very uh, subtle because he draws out conversations out of it like it's ridiculous um like and then there's red nice. and there's red blood cells so it's like a germ you know entered into the mouth uh, through the mouth and dressed up as a red blood cell and was kind of like you know trying to play among and it was like the white blood cell was the um the bouncer right and so you know so, so the red blood cell like comes through and then you know this drum trying to behave like it's a red blood cell and like the white blood cell is a bit confused like you know what's going on um but anyways there's also another one of mary in the manger right and it's like from the animal's point of view right you're chilling in your you're just chilling and all of a sudden like they take up your space and there's like a real life baby going on there right so there was that but then in that video he put a lobster in there 
right? And it's like, wait, Lobster. what's the... Yeah, exactly. Like, But anyways, it's hard to say the joke because it was very visual. Anyways, I hate doing this thing where you're retelling the joke and you just like botch it and it's just like... No, I, no actually, it's actually yeah, funny. I, I'm imagining I, it right now. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, I, like this is a side comment just based on when you're retelling jokes. It's the worst thing to ever do to retell jokes. Bro. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> the, yeah. the worst part is when you tell a girl a joke and she doesn't hear you. And, she, <laughs> you have to go and wait, no, no, wait, hold on, hold on. And you're like, never mind. And she goes... No, no, say I'm me. like I'm like never mind. It's not funny anymore. She's like say, 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 and then you say it, and she doesn't laugh. I told you not to. Let, let, let me say it. <laughs> it's so oh, it's so annoying, bro. No, that's why I, mean, I don't do jokes. Like no, took my pride like, away. Like any that's why I, I respect you, David, and I understand what you mean about like climbing up on stage and doing stuff. Because even though you're not climbing up on stage, to decide to tell a joke, like you know, people yeah. are ready to hear a joke and hear a build-up and a punchline, bro. Like, the pressure, man. What if it doesn't land? So me, I just, which is why I go for the more subtle one of making things that are happening and just adding commentary to things or just reacting yeah. somehow or just saying that's what she said and things like that, right? Yeah. So David, like, what's, um, what's the big dream for you? Well, I've sort of had a taste of it. I've had, like, my stuff on Netflix that I was barely paid for. I was barely paid for that. After like months of hustling and and crying to God and incessant messages, but the mm. dream would be to like sell pilots. We have a couple of that. Mm. I just keep writing good shit. Basically, that's just about it. Just mm. put sell as much as possible. Mm. That's it. Mm. And make sure and hope it gets picked up and it's good. That's it. There's no. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be in state. I don't know that. Yeah. And Michael Blackson is doing good with that. I don't know. But the dream would just be to keep selling stuff that gets produced. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Mm. I think it's quite it's crazy. Like, the Sorry, I was going to say it's quite crazy the amount of um things that go on in the background when it comes to comedy or just anything really. Yes, a lot. Um, yeah. 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 And you do like, because except you get in the industry is when you realize that oh okay this song that maybe Beyonce sang that is really popular is this guy that wrote it or sold it to her yeah. and it's just there's just all of that Frank, going around Frank Ocean and shit yeah no, right like, people be yeah like in the I don't want to say too much I don't know but <laughs> people in the background there are certain people that have been to some comedy clubs in New York when they try to wrap up their sets because the certain comedian is coming and that guy is known for stealing jokes. It's very, it's a very jealous shit. Okay? Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, it's, mm. yeah. Mm. There are people mm. that, that sort of bite jokes. Most of the time, it gets settled, it gets handled most of the time, but there are people that still don't have a good reputation with that. Mm. Schumer keeps having like problems with that. You know, some other guy I've written for, I've had problems with that. So, yeah. If you go to, and it's so difficult. Is this guy, it's Alex guy. Yeah, he's actually my friend. He had this problem with, with Conan. Most of the mm. most of the tweets on his website ended up being a Conan segment. So he's going, he went to court for it. And it's so difficult to win that case because there's something called parallel thinking when it comes mm. to copyright infringement. It's so weird. You just have to hope no one steals your stuff or just try to make your stuff as original as possible. Mm. But most of the guys starting up have problems with content and you know keeping your stuff. It's very good. That's why perhaps being a writer is better 
in a way, because when you write your stuff, you can copyright it and all that. But being on, on the stage saying the joke in a lower crowd or like in, in a lesser crowd, and someone mm. who's bidding on you hears that joke, or is in the audience and likes that joke and sees it in a bigger crowd, mm. and, and that's and then, a joke. You know, there's some guy in New York. It somewhere. You know, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And it happens a lot. So. Mm. Damn, that's, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. It happens so it's very annoying, but the Chappelle had that. He said that one time, yeah. He had he said it one time some guy tried to buy his joke for like fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah he said it. Yeah. Yeah, so wow. and, and the girl was like that that can I buy or just take it. I know, but yeah. You know. I I felt mm. that shit when he said it. It's still mm. um it was so deep. You know, well, more often was, than not, it just it shows that more often than not, it shows you on the right path if people are biting your stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but it's so yeah. painful to create all that thing and someone rips it. Of sort of it doesn't give you credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Damn. getting credits for anything you do um, is is crazy, and then if more so if it's a creative <laughs> thing. Um, yeah. it just it just feels very wrong, um, and stuff. But yeah, most of the time I don't. Most of the time I don't really like credit. Most of the time I just rather get paid real quick. <laughs> I don't really care if you like. I know what I am. I don't really care if, if my name is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this thing I bought for this guy that like he said it, and this part of me was like, oh my god, I wish I could say it, but he's he's probably said it better than me. But I'm just mm. happy he paid me. That's it. I don't really care. If my name is mm. on all. Mm. Just pay mm. as quick as you can. And, you know, so, like, it. when you get paid for these these things you write, does that then add to your credibility and you get more exposure and more people? Or like, yeah, or, or like, they would recommend you. They would, they would. Um, the thing we Toby said about moving up, yeah, the goal, the goal will also be to sort of maybe be stopped on Saturday Night Live is not as funny as it used to be. So I don't mm. think that's the goal anymore. Um, but you get good recommendations most of the time. If your stuff is good, eventually they will find you. But that's it. It's mm. as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My manager sometimes says, "Okay, this is not good, and this is really good." But... Yeah. Now, nah, but honestly, like I think, big up to you for chasing this dream. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's and I say big up because. It's one of the most most unorthodox dreams that you can you can you know over, maybe measure before you take the step because how how would you ever know whether you can succeed you know it requires like confidence self belief ridiculous self belief I can imagine yeah. you know and you're doing it in a space where obviously it's a space that if you don't you either sink or, or swim. Actually, even 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 if when you're swimming, you are probably swimming underwater because, as you said, people 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 are ready to pounce, and and steal your stuff, you know. Yeah. So um. Yeah. Uh, well, you're you're right. You're right. But there's there's a timeline though. I mean, I have some luxury right now, but when you start having to, when you you have to look after other people, you're married. You have to be on some level to maintain that. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Are you getting married soon? Me? Yeah. I I don't think so. No. Are you, are you thinking about it? 
I mean, are you thinking about it? Are you are you thinking about you? Am I thinking about it about yeah. marriage? Yeah. I asked you first, bro. Come on. I mean, I'm a bit I'm a bit of a late bloomer. I was I was very Christian. I, before I started chatting with girls, my high school there was like boys and girls in separate schools. Mm. So I wasn't exposed to girls to like later, so I'm just trying to make up for <laughs> make up for lost time. <laughs> <laughs> I think among my friends, it's like two or three people that are married because we have this group chat. So it's, the pressure is not high yet, you know. Mm. My mom is always on me, though. I really don't know why she, why they feel that. So. <laughs> yeah. But I do love kids. I don't know. But in America, I don't know. It's like a sucker's dream. If you get married in America and you get divorced or it doesn't work or it's a wrong marriage, all of a sudden you realize like, Cost like thirty thousand to give a kid food loops or something because the girl mm. shot their life out. It's crazy. It doesn't look like. like more, more marriages go down the shitter. So I don't yeah. know how people do that. If you're oh, going wow. skydiving and someone says there's a chance this thing's not going to open, you're not going to do that thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. So like, you know, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I love kids, so I have to eventually have that that home of. And like, what's your, like your your biggest motivation right now to like keep you going, keep uh, keeps you going every day? I just want to sell most body good stuff. I just want to sell a lot of stuff. That's that's about it. I just hope I don't. There's something happening with me. There's a way I'm creating stuff, and people now give us a certain group of people, and they're like, "This is so good," and I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know. Mm. But from certain things I do, there's a certain way, I don't know how to put it, but there's some things I do and this, and the, the idea just comes to my head. So I don't know how long that is going to last. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that sounds like, like a boxer's... Um like a boxer who is getting get, get to the prime of of career maybe not maybe not prime but just getting up there and realizing that look i'm getting i'm getting a bit of um good feedback and fa- and attention from from boxing crew and maybe maybe now's my time to to keep training hard and working hard and again the good fights because you know my career is short on time in terms of i don't know how long i'm going to have this reflexes or this punch power you know or this yeah, uh... you know Defensive it's very interesting. Skills. Like, like Tarantino was saying that he has like one movie left. The Allen says he has like one movie left. So they're trying to live in their prime. I don't, mm. you know, I just don't know how long this is going to go on for. I'm not sure how long it's going to go on for. So. Mm. Yeah. Before we, and before we go, um, you mentioned something about like you, you, you have some dreams for Nigeria as well and some things you want to, you're thinking about doing in Nigeria like to make some, um, some connection like back my dreams in Nigeria yeah because I, I haven't been back there in a minute have you yeah well at, at some point it would be nice to be in politics like much that I have friends that are in politics now doing well I have oh really yeah I have like one or two I have a couple friends that their friends are in politics so I sort of have that link but that would be much much later later yeah, yeah, like much, much, much later. But it would be nice to like find out some films because they have some really good filmmakers. It would be nice to like, be some producer, like finance out their films. They just need to, they just need to be Lego. It would be nice mm-hmm. to do that more consistently. 
along with doing my own stuff to help other people basically. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna put you on the spot before we go. Um and it's pretty much since me, I know I know firsthand that you are you are a hilarious dude and and of course creative dude as well. And given what you're doing currently with life, um what, two two questions and to everyone listening maybe one is a bit of a, I'm putting you on the spot so apologies for that but what advice would you give to anyone who's thinking of a dream that is just like beyond the norm right and number two part well two part probably most simpler is what advice would you give to anyone who's like a, a, very much in their shell and like and like wants to become much more sociable and and liked by people so the first one is, um, well, you have to have some kind of talent. You have to sort of, over the course of your life, you have to soul search and find a couple of things that you can monetize in your personality, in yourself. Being an artist in the entertainment industry is difficult. Like mm-hmm. you can see comedians acting now. I know nothing about acting. Is that something I will have to do later? You know, so you need to have this self-belief. If you don't believe in yourself, I do feel the people who have the most fun or make the most money in life are sort of doing something, the things that they were sort of born to do. So you have to find it. If you have that creative bone or, you know, in Nigeria, we don't really, we don't really cultivate that. And I, being a kid, I have some white friends and they were going for piano lessons when they were five. I didn't do any of those that stuff. Maybe I could have been a great piano player. I don't know. So mm-hmm. you must believe in yourself. It's so hard, but you have to believe in yourself because there will be so many setbacks. You need to believe in yourself consistently or find someone that believes in you. <clears throat> that's about it. If you can do it yourself, like believe in yourself, whatever happens, that's fine. If you have someone that believes in you, that's great also. But you have to keep going. If you have, you have to be prayerful to God because sometimes I've asked God, God, this is what I want to do. This is what I, I'm good at. So you have to search deep in what you are. And if that is what you want to do, then just pursue it. Because you don't want to be old having jobs that you're not happy with. You know, mm-hmm. you, don't have, you don't want to have a regret for life at all. I have no intention of having a regret for life. I don't, I don't, I don't want to wish I have done something I don't want to. Mm. and what we tell anybody who is probably on the scale of being funny to not funny they're probably on the not funny side but they're also somebody who may not be very very confident socially i mean you can hide like me just be funny on the page (laughs) then eventually you can grow into yourself Mm. Or you have to have some sort of talent. You need to speak to some people, try to get representation, expose yourself, you know, do those things. And I think if you know you're good for something, I hope you will probably find a way. I think some people take it so long. Some things I've done, there's so many ways to success these days. So <laughs> you have to be steadfast. Yeah, yeah. Some people have given up already, but. Curiosity and continuity, but you do the same thing over and over again. Being curious is, is how you get ahead most of the time. So you have to have the fighting spirit pretty much. Mm. Word, word. 
Nah, I mean, like, I appreciate you, bro. Um, thanks yeah. for doing this with us. I think it was fantastic to see you again as well after all these years. Um, still the same face hasn't changed. Right. And 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 I'm glad this well, comes from well, you, that. You changed a bit, though. Me? Yeah, you have like two unbutton shirts. I don't know if you're trying to impress me. <laughs> Mate, it's freaking me. hot. Like, yeah, it's huge, right? What? Yeah, it's hot right now. Um. Lovely. Love and of, and obviously like these lights as well for the podcast making me hot as well. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know what Toby's saying because uh, this is an audio podcast, right? So I don't know uh, what my unbutton shirts is gonna oh, do for please. the audio we, podcast. You, we have we we do one minute videos on Instagram, so you are going to be in one of the videos. And Where I probably may, may not be talking. Okay, uh, you know what? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I am uh, unbuttoning my shirts. One uh, one button down, just to. <laughs> To impress yeah. impress people down down south in, on Instagram. If, if if you had if you had boobs, that <laughs> neckline would be questionable. So I don't know what you're talking Come about. Come on, man! This is just like a classic <laughs> with dress in Niger. It's I nothing. Beg, it's beg. nothing different. No. See what? See, I okay. Well, guys, you see a video of it. I'm even going to take a screenshot now and then. And we'll see. Just, <laughs> just, dead, just, 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 so we see. So, guys, I t- oh, no, wait, it didn't show very well. With, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh-huh. No, you ah, see, God, you guys God, see what God, we're talking God, about. God. But yeah, um, David was was pretty pretty great um, chatting with you and all of that. Um, yeah, exciting stuff. Can't wait to. I don't know. I'm, I, yeah, I was gonna say like stuff that you're working on. We definitely love to like see it point us in the right direction. A couple stuff. Pretty yeah, strong. pretty soon. Yeah, looking forward to yeah. that. Looking forward. To and that. follow him as well on Instagram if you want to. Um, yeah. David doesn't sh- show himself too much on Instagram, but there's always the stories that I don't yeah, have. Always, to... yeah, always the stories mo- mostly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't really post. I don't. Yeah, yeah. the stories is where it's at. To be honest, I think that's trip, where I spend trip, time. Trip. Well, to that's the daily, daily grind. Exactly. Right yeah. There. Exactly. So I know the last time I go to the to the bottom of Instagram, I don't think there's a bottom. It's just no, bro. Bottom, it's bro. it's not no endless. The Instagram yeah, feed is like the um, it's like Earth. You go around and around, and you keep yeah. going. Infinity scroll, man. But stories yeah. end. That's why I love. Like it's just, sometimes it's just and you, so you don't get True. to the end a lot of times. But stories end, and sometimes when you get to the end, you now realize that shit. I've been on this thing for an hour. For an, <laughs> an hour? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but maybe like 20, 30 minutes on stories, share because I'm not following that many people. Um, and then ads just keep popping up here and there. So I can watch the ads now are crazy. It's just so raz. Yeah, oh bro. my god. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Probably to you in UK when I come to UK. Wale, right? Hundred percent. You have yeah, to. Love, you have to. Um, let me know in advance, and definitely we'll link up. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But yeah, great seeing you, bro. And, and thanks for giving us ninety minutes, two hours of your time as well. Um, no, I can't wait to leave. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 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 But yeah, I'll, um, I'll speak to you soon in a bit. In a bit, and I'll probably speak to you on that day um, over the phone or whatever. Um, all right. But yeah, all right. Um, take it easy, bro, and take care of yourself. All, all right. right. Thanks so all much right. for Cheers, man. Bye. Goodbye, right. everybody. Bye bye. And now a personal note to you, our listeners, to you listening right now thank you for listening to this episode of the yellow pill podcast now we know that in our culture of 30 second content and quick sound bites it makes it really hard to pay attention to longer form discussions so regardless of what brought you here we are grateful for your time 
Do give us a five-star rating and review if you like this episode. Also, be sure to continue the conversation with your friends, your family, and your colleagues. Another way to support us is by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. We release new episodes every Monday, but don't forget to follow us at the Yellow Pill Pod on Instagram and at Yellow Pill underscore Pod on Twitter to stay in touch with us during the week. Once again, folks, thank you for taking Yellow Pill with us today. I'm your co-host Wally, as always, and right next to me is Toby, and we both wish you the very best in the coming weeks. Till next time, peace and love, people. Peace and love.